Ho, 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 all you sinners and sodomites. This is episode 12.5, the Christmas episode of Bible Stories for Atheists. I am Josh, my co-host is Linz, and we are your guides to the merrily made-up stories, literally, literarily, littering the Bible. You can probably tell this is the Christmas episode because of the classic Christmas tropes, like recording this by a crackling fire or strapping jingle bells to a turtle dove who can't figure out how to get out of this house. All of this to give you those warm holiday tingles. This week, we are going to discuss the reason for the season. Where does Christmas actually come from? Was Jesus actually born on December 25th? Who was the real Santa Claus? And we'll review a couple Christian movies on the topic. And I'm very happy to welcome our first guest on the show, my mom, Jill, who stopped by while we were recording and decided to sit in. So strap in and strap on for episode 12.5, Saturnalia for the Paganalia. I guess we should kick it off by talking about um, our new favorite movie. Oh God! That we watched the other day. Uh, I feel like why do I have to relive it? It's yeah, not, it's not fair. <laughs> it's I, I think it's an important thing to to recognize that this is what is getting sold to Christians, whether or not they believe it. Like, because right. there's plenty who don't. Sure, but there's a lot who do. Yeah. So we watched Saving Christmas. By Kirk Cameron. That was a weird movie. You have, you look like you have thoughts well, immediately. I, weird is the wrong word. Okay. It's not a weird movie. The movie makes sense for what they were trying to do. Yeah. It's a bad movie. And I don't just mean that in subject matter. I mean, it's a bad movie. Like yeah. It's filmed poorly. It's The writing was terrible. The writing is bad. They were trying to make it funny. It was 0% funny. Even in like a macabre sort of this is so bad it's good kind of way, it didn't didn't work. They couldn't figure out a a, a soundtrack that was contiguous. Like they kept switching genres to try and make it like, I don't know, youthful. They were right. trying to find that like youthful market. There was this whole scene where like they were doing weird acid flashbacks to a guy dressed as like it was just the whole thing was just bad. But on top of that, they weren't going after atheists or people who believed in something else other than Christmas. They were going after Christians who thought Christmas was blasphemous. Yeah, like they briefly mentioned a couple times uh, the war on Christmas, yeah. you know, and people trying to get people to tone down you know, their Christmas time stuff, right. which I've, I, I still have yet to see no. in the world. I mean, like nobody actually, like, I don't have any problem with people celebrating Christmas, even in big ways and everything. I just don't think you're being very Christ-like having these giant feasts and like giving crazy amounts of presents to each other and not like but this movie, donating to, to charity. This movie explains all of that, Josh, on why getting yeah. presents is important and why Christmas trees are Christian and why Santa Claus should be part of your Christmas time right. celebration. Like it goes, and the the pathway 
from the Santa isn't Christian to why Santa should be included in Christianity is a winding one. And, and the Christmas tree one even more so. And then like the, we all get presents for Christmas because God made things. So therefore we need to give things and get yeah. things. Yeah, God made material, therefore we should be materialistic. Yeah. It's basically the point yes. of that. It's crazy. Um, also, because presents under a tree resemble a city skyline, oh my God. which is heaven's skyline, or apparently. Bethlehem or it really like yeah. it really was like scattershot, you know, like just just trying to throw a ton of different excuses for mm-hmm. for the big the big materialistic Christmas. And and seeing what stick stick, you right. know. And uh, Kirk Cameron's smug fucking face through the yeah. whole thing really pissed me off. The fact that he felt the need to intro and then voice over and then wrap yeah. up the whole movie <laughs> was very irritating and just makes you really understand that he thinks the people he's talking to are stupid. Yeah, yeah. It, um, it, I love that it started, like I even said, when it starts out with like five minutes of him mansplaining what oh the movie's going to be. It was awful. Yeah. And then he ties together the swaddling cloth that Jesus was wrapped in in a cave, I guess. Um, to the death shroud that he was wrapped in at death. And that's right. how things are connected somehow. But like, it was just, it's all of it just seemed very like you could, if you try hard enough, you can connect point A and point B. Right. No matter what. They look a lot at the nativity and stuff like that, but they take no time to like think about, okay, but why, like we covered in our episode, why is the story completely different in yeah. Matthew and mm-hmm. not in Luke? And they're, they're totally taking from both right. willy-nilly without stopping to be like, wait a second. Well, and not only are why they Why are you spending so much time trying to get Christians to be mis- materialistic instead of like right. using that, that time and energy to dig into your own beliefs? Well, not, o- not only is he not like reaching into the Bible and being like, the, you know, that these are the different stories of the nativity and you know here's what we believe right as our very specific religious group he's like well a manger is a feeding place which Josh just learned the other yeah, day yeah i did that, that was it, <laughs> that was surprising <laughs> I, I taught him yeah i i always thought the manger was the barn it's a or, it's or a trough or a thing so but in yeah. this movie you learn that Right, but it's a rock in a cave. Right, and, according to Kirk Cameron. Yeah, so caves aren't mentioned in Bibles. I guess he's just inferring that back in the day, that's where animals were kept a lot of times, and they would be fed on these rock pillars that were in these caves. Right, but also like when you tie it back to like, so like, did the inn have a cave behind it where the animals were kept, or was it more likely like a you know? It was a lot yeah. of him of him filling in stuff that's not in the Bible. Right. You, did you know that Christmas trees are supposed to represent crosses? And also God made trees, so that's why we have Christmas trees. And, and the earth is his house, so he put the trees in yeah. his house. Right. Also, it's what he put on the lampstand of the temple and and something else. Whatever that other thing he had built was. Oh, the tabernacle. Yeah. It's like, all right, you're just scattershotting these possible reasons why we use Christmas trees. Okay, but that's not actually where we get it from. And that's kind of where I wanted to start so that we could lead into these, a few other things about like, where does Christmas come from? 
Long story short, though, wrapping up Saving yeah. Christmas, even if you are Christian, don't watch it. It's a bad movie. It's <laughs> it's it's a bad movie. The guy that played his brother-in-law that was having this existential crisis is the Christian. most— his name is Christian. Yep. yep. Is the most annoying character on the planet. Yeah. And he's also, I think he also made the movie with Kirk Cameron. I think he was the director. Listen, there's way better. I don't watch them because I think all Christian movies are terrible. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it out loud. I think they're all terrible. I think most of them aren't written well and they're propaganda, but there are probably some really good ones out there. And I would Suggest going for those. Kirk Cameron's name isn't anywhere near them. There's some good reviews by YouTubers out there of this. So, you know, you might as well just watch a review. Maggie Mayfish. Maggie Mayfish. Thank you. She did an incredible review of this. Plus, she's adorable. She is. She's really <laughs> cool. She, she's got a few reviews on Christian movies that she does. And she does such a great job with those. Your mom's here. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Give me some more testing. Testing, testing, testing. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Okay. Testing. So, yeah. So, we have a late stage entry (laughs) for this. It's a holiday festival. Yeah. So, we're just having folks stop on by, including our first guest, which is my mom. A festivist for the rest of us. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So, you were talking about... Um, and I wanted to get this from the beginning. You were talking right. about a movie you recently watched about the nativity. Right. So if and it, a lot of Christians have um, watched over the last few years, uh, this um, there's a couple of different ways to watch it. You can watch it on YouTube and you can watch it on an app. Yeah. And it's called The Chosen. And it's actually really well done. And it's um, it's not word for word out of scripture, but it is um, kind of a inference on what you would, what you think that Jesus life could have been like when he was hanging out with his disciples, with the 12, with his disciples and the 12 apostles and, um, and Mary Magdalene. And, you know, it's just really, it, it's just, it's very entertaining. It's very well done. Um, And it's by Dallas Jenkins. And he, you know, pulled the money together himself. And it's, it's pretty good story of how he did it. But anyway, so they just came out Thursday um, was the first time that I'd seen it locally um, with The Chosen, The Messenger, which is really the nativity story. And you guys had just talked about the nativity right. a couple of weeks ago. So I was so interested in it. It's weird how everybody's talking about it lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I went over and saw um, my nephew's baby and she had a manger with the lamb lit up and it was playing Christmas music. So everybody's talking about it. And she's only a year old. Right. So right. Get them, get them while they're young. Yeah. Yeah. Josh only just learned yesterday that oh, the yeah. manger is actually just the thing that baby Jesus was in and not sure. the whole. I thought it was the barn. Oh, well, I, you know why? Because it looks like, I get it. Yep, yep, yep. A lot of, I feel like a lot of people think it's the barn yep. too, but. Because I think that a lot of people do think that, but um, also we never, you and me. Yeah. You know, like. We, we never really had We didn't have an activity scene. I, yeah. I just was kind of creeped out by it. It never. Yeah. So then I wouldn't have had it in our house. So I wouldn't have put the little right. manger in there and the little baby sitting in the right. manger. The little white baby. Yeah. The little <laughs> white, white Jesus. Yeah. White Jesus. No. Right. Um, not not the true Jesus, but you were like three or four first time we celebrated. You, me, and you celebrate Christmas. Yeah, so. yeah. Because by the first year, you were still in the Jehovah's Witnesses, right? Yeah, and it took a few years for yep. for 
us to go come around. But so you were talking about how they they were covering some of the things we had talked about, like right. For example, why why Joseph took Mary yeah. when he was having this. There was the census that was taking place in Bethlehem or taking place all over, but he right. had to go to Bethlehem because that's where he came from to register for the census. And he took his pregnant wife with him because, um, what you're, what were you saying? Well, Lindsay had asked the question a couple weeks ago when you guys were talking about the nativity. And she said, why would he, why didn't she just stay home? Right. And I literally have never thought of that. Right. I never asked myself the question, why didn't she just stay home? And in this movie, they show a depiction of Joseph and Mary talking and Mary's saying to Joseph, you know, how uncomfortable she is riding on the donkey and everything's mm-hmm. going to walk for a while. And Joseph says, um, Joseph says, you had to come with me because people would were starting to notice, would have noticed that you're pregnant. Right. So they were hiding the pregnancy and they were referencing when they're having this conversation back and forth that the angel had appeared to both of them at different times. So what, what was the problem with them noticing the pregnancy? That the, in her village where she was from or her town where she so was Nazareth. from. Nazareth, it would have yeah, been Nazareth. That yeah. she would have been considered, I, you know, you, you're, you've studied way more than me recently, but um, that she would have, it would have, they, they, would have, they would have said she was adulterous. Yeah. So they weren't married yet is what you're saying. No. But when, when he. No, they weren't married yet. When so that, that which is interesting because they weren't they were engaged when yes. they were when she was pregnant yep. when she got pregnant but then nine months later they still haven't gotten married she was already betrothed to him she was promised right. to him as my understanding right. you know as I remember the story yeah um but yeah so uh, did you want to talk about that more because so, I was well, going to tell that's you about what's Luke, interesting to me about Luke's that is like being different so according to that then because mm-hmm. we don't know when they get married. Right. right, it's like, not it recorded. It's not, it's not in the Bible. See. Yeah. Um. So by that account, it's just important to kind of like think through. Like, okay, this is telling me, even though it's not in Scripture, uh-huh. that they are that nine months later they still haven't gotten married. That they were engaged. You know, that they were still engaged when mm-hmm. Jesus is born. Right. Um. But th- this is what such what what. A, being a woman back then is terrible. So sure. they weren't married, and so she's only she, like fourteen. Yeah. So she had to hide her pregnancy, but it. They still would have had to have gotten a divorce, right? The engage like they he would have Joseph would have had to divorce her, right. even though they were only engaged. Yeah, when but she yeah. can't be, but they can't bone, right? Oh no, 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 no. yeah. If, no, that's well, not it, being a man yeah. back then is terrible too. Then yeah, yeah. <laughs> because if you have to go through all this rigmarole to like separate yourself well, from this woman, he can't bone her. <laughs> like that's the thing, he can't bone her. He's, it's not that he can't bone. <laughs> Okay. You know, well, no, because he. Wants. I mean, yeah, it seems like it seems oh. like that's back, like back then, like you know, you could have concubines. Well, and you, you have to have, be like, a man of means. Yeah, Joseph that's right. Not I'm not saying he would have, but I thought it was interesting that they they're sitting there having conversation as they're walking yeah. and you know drive ride driving as they're driving along yeah. <laughs> to uh, to to Bethlehem. Yep, and um. So it's kind of like the questions that people have had, they're filling in the blanks in this movie mm-hmm. to say, you know, well, here's what the conversation could have been, but we really don't know. Right. But then- But I, do people recognize that? That's the thing that bugs me about it, oh, is do you if, people recognize this people, is not in the Bible? If people watch The Chosen yeah. on the app, the movies on the app, or on YouTube, 
they could, it could become, I'm not saying it is at all. Um, every Christian that I've talked to says, yeah, we realize it's just a, it's it's a movie about. Yeah. You know, but it, you, it could become lazy thinking where you could think, you know, I, just don't, like, I don't actually just have the, to read it. Just the way I grew up was lazy thinking, where Jehovah's Witnesses tell you this is what you're going to believe. They just hand it to you. Yep, they hand it to you. You must accept it. Yeah. And so you train your brain, you train your brain not to ask these questions, which is, you know, I'm so proud of you that you got into the questioning phase. Mm-hmm. You know, that you started, say, you've worked really hard at trying to find truth. Right, Yeah. Well, truth when, for you. When your mom is a Christian and your dad is Jehovah's yeah. Witness, you know you end up becoming an atheist. That's <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I. But the Luke part, I was going to tell you too. Yeah. So, so go for it. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm interested in the, more. The difference between Luke's account and Matthew's account, yeah. the way that they fictionalized it in the movie, they dramatized it in the movie. It was kind of interesting. Is they take. They show Mary on her sort of deathbed. It's after Jesus has died. Okay. And um, the Christians are being persecuted and some of them have already been killed. And Mary Magdalene comes to see Mary, the mother of Jesus, hidden in a cart to because, you know, to escape the Roman soldiers and stuff. So she's hidden. She goes to see her. Mary Magd- or Mary Jesus' mother said, before I die kind of thing, I want to make sure and tell you more of the story that I haven't told people, that I haven't written down, that I haven't told. Okay. And it was the—and then please go see Here's the Luke. sheet music. Yeah, the sheet music. <laughs> then she goes— yeah, Then she breaks into song. Right. And then she— About how great she is. She says, go see Luke, because Luke's writing all this down. Right. And so she she tells Mary Magdalene yeah. to go see Luke, mm-hmm. tell fill in the, these blanks, and yeah. tells him more of the birth story. Right. Which is why Luke has a more ac- accurate accounting of what more happened. detailed. Yeah. yeah. Even though his gospel didn't come first, like wasn't written first. It was Mark's was written first, and Luke was written based on Mark. Well, right, but what what the movie is saying is that the reason why right. he uh-huh. has more is because Mary was like, "Mary I'm told her die. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mary goes, I "I've been hiding. Saying. Here's I my secret. I haven't yeah. told exactly. Yeah. Here's my song. Yeah. yeah, this is my oh, song. Oh, and they did talk about the song. I am so great. Yeah, <laughs> people will worship me because I pushed a baby out of my vagina. But only Catholic people will worship yes. me. Yeah. yeah, while still having a hymen intact. <laughs> yeah. Like I think that's yeah, yeah. the biggest impressive, right. most impressive part. I get all that. Okay. What bugs me uh-huh. is like they is spend there only one thing. <laughs> there's 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 a few, but okay. like they spend like we were talking about this with Saving Christmas too, where it's like they spend all this time and energy and money on basically propping up the beliefs of people who already believe, you know? Yes. And uh, like reinforcing, just keep reinforcing what you believe is right, what you believe is right, what you believe is right, but never stopping and asking themselves, all right, why is it that the two accounts are different? Why is it that um, in in Matthew, all right, Lindsay, you, you really yes, look Lindsay. like you have something you well, want to say. I, I, I see what you're saying, but I I actually disagree a little bit. Okay. Because I don't think they're trying to prop up the beliefs of people who already believe. Yeah. I think they're going after people yep. who are Christians, but or who are thinking like, why 
this none of this makes sense. No, right, oh, exactly. Yeah. And I, I have, and I think they're going after people that are not yet Christians well, to I, try to evangelize. See, I, not with that movie yeah, that you were yeah, saying. Yeah. Not with the Save Christmas I, movie. See, I don't think that's. I mean, and I haven't seen the movie you were watching. Oh, sure. But but from, from I've seen a lot of Christian movies. Sure, in my life uh, and this is not like that. Yeah, but still. But I, but a lot so. of that stuff, like it ignores the things that nobody else, like that that people who aren't Christians mm-hmm. um, look at when they're reading the Bible, like the fact that there's two different genealogies of Jesus and 100%. they don't match up. Percent. But they yep. they don't address that, do they? You know. Mm, it seems like a, I'm not sure, but the, but it, yeah. you're that is like I'm be really straightforward with you. Since you've been digging in and listening, and I've been listening to this podcast, which I've totally have enjoyed this. Yeah. But that's when I started questioning all those things about my own beliefs because right. I'm thinking, hey, I'm not working. I see how hard you research mm-hmm. and you study. And I've never, I have a biblical studies degree and I've never researched as hard as you have on that. And so, and I've never started the research from a scientific point of view, which I appreciate the science part, right? So I never started without a presupposition. Um, and you always, you always go into research. it. You always go into yep. it with the How presupposition prove, of yep. the Bible is right. Except when I studied world religions, um, when I was getting my biblical studies degree, I studied world religions, and I actually, there, you know, it was, that was so fascinating. It was my favorite class I took. Yeah. And it came to a lot more of an appreciation for the other religions and how there were similarities between Christianity and the others. But there was, you know, they all had a story of the flood, like you were talking mm-hmm. about before. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. So, but then it truly led me to the fact that Jesus is the savior. Like, right. I, it, like I was able to process that myself without it building. It wasn't building a, a case for that. Right. I actually came to believe it, it, believe it again. Oh yeah, that's why I believe that the Old Testament was written all to lead you to Jesus. Also, I th- was so interested in when you said, when we were talking about, you said, well, w- to me, mm-hmm. would it, make a difference to you if the virgin birth was not true. Right, yeah. And I said, yeah, no. I mean, I've really thought about that a lot. No, I, you can't. At first, at first you said it did, but, but no, maybe since yes, then. It did. No, it does. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, the, I don't, I do mean that it would change everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, okay. but there's no way to prove it. Right. You know, the virgin birth is completely a matter of faith at this point because we just have no way to prove it's true. Yeah. You either believe it or you don't believe and it. The, and yeah, which it's, and this kind of gets down to like the actual matter of what is faith and mm-hmm. and everything and, and what is the, you know, what is the best way in my opinion, yeah. but, but really I, I do think there's something deeper to this mm-hmm. of like deciding to believe in something like, mm-hmm you need to recognize the fact that like, all right, I don't have a necessarily a good reason to believe in this, but I'm choosing to. Right. You know what I mean? And and when it comes to the virgin birth, you have to be able to recognize the fact there's two different stories about it. We don't actually yeah. know, did they go to Egypt or not? Was mm-hmm. Herod trying to kill him or not? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Luke's account doesn't talk anything about that. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. But doesn't did mean you, it didn't happen. Did you look at other that, um, accounts that were not in the Bible? To see if, if, oh yeah, you did, didn't you? No. To see if Herod was killing babies? Oh yeah, there was no no accounting of. of Josephus never, Josephus was the Jewish historian from back then. Mm -hmm. And he did recount a bunch of stuff that Herod did that was horrible. That Herod. But never once did he, 
order the killing of babies. Like like the mass killing of babies, like they said there. Hmm. So yeah, like as far and as then we you can were tell, saying we didn't see a time when there was a whole bunch of where there was a genocide that happened that was yeah, recorded. We, as as far like there's no the, the the Bible is literally the only place where this is huh. talked about, and it's huh. only in one book, one of the Gospels that you can you know? find. Yeah, one yeah. of the Gospels that's of the four that that made it into the canon. You know, huh. That and that's the interesting thing is like, all right, if that is what happened, why wouldn't Luke have put it in there? Like that is really significant information yep. that Luke could have put in there. He put a ton of information in there, like about you know, um People's John names. the Baptist and yep. everything and and all the songs and everything, and like, mm-hmm. but nothing nothing about this stuff. I, I wish more Christians were were coming into it, like recognizing. All right, there's two different accounts for this. Yeah. We don't know what actually happened. Yeah. I'm going to choose to believe that something happened and mm-hmm. accept the fact that I don't actually know what was going on yeah. back then. But I get why people don't believe in it. You but know? see, if Jesus wasn't born of a virgin, right? then he's not the Savior. There's no way. Right. If he is not the Son of God, yeah. then there's no reason to— Listen to the words of, that he says in red letters in the New Testament any more than you listen to Muhammad or. Why is being born from a virgin actually the yeah, thing? Because he could, he's the only one that if he, because he's God and human. Right. Together. Yep. Mary and God the Father. Yep. Then that's the only way that he can cover the sins of the world. That he could um, he can, why, the only way he can equal. hang the fruit back on the tree, John. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was Kirk Cameron. So Christmas no, trees. No, he did not. Christmas trees are crosses. And since Adam uh, took the fruit off the tree of good and evil and ate it, Jesus, it, Jesus being was, crucified was putting the fruit back on the tree. Yeah, it's because it came, it went into his body. So the Holy only way he could put the, tr- listen, the fruit I'm back. Listen, I'm not even religious or believe in any <laughs> of this Holy stuff. Shit, and I find that offensive from a Christian point of view. I know, it's really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> Come on. It's really Where bad. Where did he cough that up? It, he pulled it right out of his ass. Right out of his ass. <laughs> it's, 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 an hour, it's an hour and 19 minutes because... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because it's that fucking short. It's an is hour and really? nineteen minutes of him just scattershotting excuses. Has he, has he lost his mind? I I think he's he, he maybe he's sponsored COVID. by Liberty University. Like, he well, that's they're they, tell you right there. Yeah, they make look at all he's making shit money. That Liberty's done it. lately. Yeah, you're saying though mm-hmm. that the only way Jesus could yep. save everybody from all their sins is if he was born of a virgin, though. And what um, I don't understand is wh- who's making that rule up, you know? Yeah, good question. That is a good question. Now, I can tell you what I think, but yeah. but that doesn't mean that's what the Bible says. It's the only way to prove that it's not- Not Joseph. Somebody else's baby. Right, that's exactly it. Yeah. It's literally but, the but, only reason why it's why, a virgin. Why does the savior of the world need to be born of a virgin? No, like, because the, it, it needs doesn't. To, it's literally, historically, the only way that yeah. people would believe that it's not just some fucking dude's baby. Right, because right. they couldn't, um, they didn't have DNA tests, so they couldn't prove that he- wasn't granted, Joseph's. but like literally, like I'm saying, if the nativity story isn't true, yeah. he just had a mom and dad, right? Yeah. Like, there's no question of like Joseph was just the dad, right? They just had sex and and had a baby, okay. But God made this baby special, right? Yeah. Why not? Oh, because then he wouldn't be perfect. 
he wouldn't. Why be, not? Because he's not. Because he wouldn't be. Because Joseph, it's like he wouldn't be sucked hard, right? <laughs> because he wouldn't be like, um, like Superman that came from from crypt from from Krypton. Crypt, Krypton, yeah. But here's here's the thing that I'm trying to get at is well, that was sacrilegious. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Where the theme is sacrilegious. Yes, yes, it is. But no, like, like this is what I'm trying to get to is I feel like, and I, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean when I say no, this. No, you, you, you go for it, buddy. I feel like you've got some programming telling you that- Yeah, that, I agree. That, that Jesus needs to be born of a virgin in order to mm. be- um, the in order perfect. to be special, in order not to special, perfect. Not, well, yeah, but like even still, like why? Why because is there? Why is there this limitation on what God can okay, do? I can tell you the you biblical know? thing of it, yeah, right? The, the biblical reasoning for no, not the prophecies. Oh, okay. I can tell you the biblical reasoning because Adam was without sin because God made Adam, and before okay. he sinned, he was without sin. So then, when Jesus, Jesus had to be without sin, right? So he was made of God in order to equal what Adam did. That's where the, that's because where all the, men carried the sin. Right. Right. Women didn't. Women didn't. What women, the woman told the man to sin. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. You know, I thought just women like did you, carry the like, sin. Just like you well, tell my son periods. to sin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have periods. That was our punishment. But <laughs> right. men carried the sin. So if he was born of man, then right. he was born with sin. But Jesus was not born with sin. Right. I, Jesus was just like. It Jesus just, wasn't born with yeah. sin, neither was Adam. Right. And right. so, right. so Adam didn't, I mean, the circular. According, according to fruit the, back on the tree, right. <laughs> according to the Bible, Adam was without sin until right. he so, chose to sin by eating the fruit. So does that mean Kirk Cameron's if tree? we have a, like, if we're mm-hmm. able to clone a baby, okay. A human is that baby, baby going to be the next Messiah? Like, because it's without sin? You know what I mean? Like, are we like... No, because he, wouldn't it be, because it would be imperfect. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Imperfect. Like, it's imperfect. It, this is not, huh. it's, it's not something that's genetic. Hmm. Like, like, let's be honest. Let's right. be realistic about this. This is not some genetic thing that's getting no. passed down to people. No. I'm just saying I like, think you need somebody with more programming than me to to be able to d- debate this with you because I'm not as programmed as I, most I Christians I don't, are. I, I don't think the program. I, I don't think the programming actually helps you because really? it's basically saying like this. This kind of comes down to the three fundamentals of God, which is yeah. He's all good, all powerful, and all knowing. Knowing, all good, all powerful. There's all knowing. Yeah, Omnipotent all knowing. Or, or, um, where he's uh, there's everywhere omnipre- at once. There's omnipresent, omnipresent too, yeah. but that's like I mean, who mm-hmm. cares about that one? But all good, it's all knowing, and all skill. powerful. <laughs> Yeah. Omnipresent. So so but it's it's ignoring the all powerful part of it, right? Like like whenever you kind of come across these little things, it always ignores one of those three. Huh. And and this one ignores all powerful that that where you're saying wow. that there's no way for God to have created a Messiah unless he was born of a virgin. I'm or, saying in God's holiness, he can't. Because yeah. God has holy principles, has holy standards, right? And so in order to that? be holy no, I, like but see, and yeah, you know, and and I should, I should, um, I should know that more. But that, yeah, I should know that more than you. Than, I don't than know. I, I, yeah. But I, I also like maybe it's not in holy there. as God is holy. Or no, there's all we can of- go back to the idea that like God realizes humans are stupid and would never accept that a mm-hmm. baby mm-hmm. that wasn't a virgin birth was actually God's child. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. Or 
Or he could convince everybody that it is. Or that, you know? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm going on the idea that God understands humans better than anybody else. Because he made And it. realizes that, like, it, it takes a lot of effort to get humans to believe things. And God's lazy. <laughs> God's got a lot and he just, to he do wants, already. He wants them he just to just can't. go with it right away. So, yeah. like, he doesn't want to have to put in that extra effort of, like just changing some neurons around in everybody's brain. If Mary was go back a, if in time Mary wasn't a virgin, which I don't believe that she was. <laughs> but if Mary if Mary wasn't a virgin, yeah. then it it's easy for the seed of doubt to take place. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, oh this they say this kid's the son of God, but we know Mary. Right. She got hit all the time. Joseph or, was banging it out. Left this, and is right. the, this is like a big, huge story to protect her then. If that was, but also Jesus would have had to, when he went to the cross, when he died, when he went to the cross, yeah. defeated, he would have had to be able to defeat death if he was just a human. He couldn't have defeated death and rose himself from the grave. But, Why not? But there again, because we, we can't. Yeah, but but God, if, God, if God is deciding that right. this person can, uh, 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 you know, yeah, that's the thing. Is like yeah. I tell you what, you have totally um, convicted me to use mm. a Christian term. Huge conviction that I have to be able to um, defend my belief, be able to know my beliefs enough to defend yeah. them. Well, be careful with that because that's how it started with me. I know, honey. <laughs> I know. Somebody asked me this the other night, and so the, and then they sent me some links to you know these guys that that apologists teach, teach on yeah used to be atheists and now are Christians and things like that. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I know. And 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 yeah, because people said to me, "Well, how that? How did Josh? Because he took science classes where in college." Where? Cornerstone? Cornerstone <laughs> University. No, it wasn't even that. Like, for me, it was, um, it, it, for me, I, like, my big thing was I came to this point where I realized in my mid-20s, like, I never converted anybody, right? I never led anybody to Jesus. Mm. I was like, I'm a really bad Christian for not doing that. Oh. And so I'm going to figure out how to convert uh, an atheist. An atheist would be the easiest. Oh. Because God's so... Because God so obviously exists, it's so apparent that God exists, it would be so easy to, to convert an atheist, right? So I started looking into why do atheists not believe in God? And it turns out there's some really good reasons. Do you know you never have told me that? I, I feel I, like we no, have. but You've uh, never told okay. me that. That's really, because I thought it was because you took all your science classes at no. Cornerstone and then realized that. There was no way think, that I don't think there were any science classes. Yeah, there were, but that, that I took because I was only there for a year. Okay, but I, I I don't I don't yeah. If there were, I don't remember them. But that's not surprising considering you didn't my go grades. to class most. <laughs> yeah, it really like I probably went to the first class and then never went back. Sorry, I know you paid for that. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I just finished paying for it. Yeah. No. For me, like the big thing was figuring out why atheists believed what they believed. And it just led to watching YouTube videos and reading articles and stuff like that on like, all right, if God heals people, why doesn't he ever heal anybody who has an amputated limb? You know, doesn't matter how much you believe, Mm -hmm. doesn't matter like what religion you are, you will never get healed from an amputated limb. There's never been a single case of it. And it's like, 
yeah, why is God limited in that way? You know, why is God only mm. able to heal you from things you can't really see? You know, like like cancer and stuff like that. Stuff that can go into remission and things like that. Unless, of course, you take a vitamin su- supplement that we advertised on our show a few episodes. Ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the... Um, that so stuff like that, like you start going down that road, and also I learned more science uh, on like what, why do scientists believe in the Big Bang and things like that? Because at that point there I was still go. a creationist. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. So I thought those were from science classes, and you're no. saying it was science. He self-taught. Yeah. Oh man, I've I've kind of bad mouth cornerstone then because I oh, said you well. There's a lot of good reasons to. <laughs> He'll survive. That's yeah. Unfortunately, fine. that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so that's 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 what led to my, you know, Saul on the road to Damascus um, moment with atheism. <laughs> was, the other way. Yeah. He didn't That's want to change his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to change my name. <laughs> but yeah, the... Um, when it comes to the nativity story, yeah, that's the stuff that bugs me was they spend all this time and energy on reinforcing these beliefs that appeal to emotion, right? Mm-hmm. The story of the young parents trying to get to a Safe. place, a, yeah. trying to get to safety and stuff like that. Yeah. And then the the emotion that's all been cooked in from years of being raised in Christianity, years of going to church, of about Jesus, that's the, all that stuff that's already programmed into you and never once t- stopping and actually asking some tough questions about right. it. You know, like, why aren't people talking about the hard things that are very apparent when you read the Bible? That's fair. Linz, I am so sick of all of our streaming services. Don't I know it? There's nothing for simple people of faith to watch when we're not at church. That's why I deleted all our accounts and canceled the credit cards we used to sign up for them. You canceled our credit cards? We're switching to Dumby. That's with an I. The new streaming service for people like us. Tell them about all the content on Dumby. There's literally some content. Like my latest favorite, Kirk Cameron stars in the family sitcom Rowing Strains. Rowing Strains? So he's like a rowing coach? Nope. Each episode, his kids are taught valuable lessons, such as how to convert a gay friend how to report a friend's abortion, and how to make new friends. Well, I binged all four and a half episodes of Jesus is My Jury, a legal drama series starring Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo? I think you mean Hercules. Oh, Josh, no one knows what that means anymore. In each episode, he takes on groundbreaking and prevalent legal cases, such as saving a public school teacher from getting the death sentence for having a Bible under their bed at home. Or in the next episode, fighting frivolous lawsuits preventing the courts from giving the death sentence to anyone they see fit. And get thee behind me, MCU. Kirk Cameron and Kevin Sorbo team up in the Savengers, where they take on their nemesis, a mischievous scientist spreading lies about the universe being more than 6,000 years old. And instead of battling hordes of aliens trying to enslave the planet, they have to defeat demons trying to give poor people health care. How much does Dumby cost? That's the best part. It starts at only $9.99 a month and increases by a dollar 
every month after that. Use promo code BSFA at checkout for 10% less shirtless Kevin Sorbo. Dumby is only available in the continental United States, the only country that has heard of Kirk Cameron or Kevin Sorbo. Let's dig into where Christmas actually comes from. Yeah, let's do it. Because it is kind of interesting. You, you might have heard people say that, you know, it comes from paganism. That's where we get some of it. That's where we get the tree and and all that kind of stuff. And it kind of does. It comes from, really, it comes from Saturnalia. Saturnalia was this festival that the Romans would practice. Uh, it would go typically from December 17th to December 23rd. Different emperors mm-hmm. changed those dates sometimes, but it was always right around that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, what it was doing was celebrating the age of Saturn, which was this mythical age that was like a utopian age that ah. existed when there was no kings or anything like that. And people were just happy and everything was great, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, kind of a, Cool idea, right? Like this, you're holding cel- this, you're- this utopian it, idea. Is it a cool idea, or does it just make people want something they can't have? I know it kind of does, <laughs> but that's like, but that's what this the festival was all about was was this idea of going back to that right that mentality. So they had things like like there was gift giving, mm-hmm. for example, but they were typically cheap gifts because if you were giving expensive gifts that would be considered to be, you know, not in the spirit of mm. it's 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 a sign of social status. Gotcha. And and the whole point of this is to get is to flip social status. Right. Socialism. Kind of. Yeah. yeah, because because slaves were considered equals during this festival with their okay. masters and could even insult their masters to an extent, you know. Right. Like to an extent. To an extent. There were still lines. There were. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't like just go and fuck his wife, probably, you know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, they were probably listen, let's not pretend like the Romans didn't have their slaves fucking their wives anyway. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I do think, if I remember right, I saw something about how Nero, I think, paid for a bunch of prostitutes to be like in the town square or something like that during Saturnalia. So like you could just go free prostitutes, you Hmm. know? Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff like that going on. Well, gambling. that's an expensive gift. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> I don't think anybody was complaining about that one, though. Um, there's gambling, uh, which was typically considered illegal or at least frowned upon, hmm. but it was totally fine during Saturnalia. The common chant you would hear Ooh. at Saturnalia was Yo Saturnalia. Yo Saturnalia. Yeah, it's spelled I-O, but it's pronounced Yo. Interesting. But people would wear bright clothes. They would decorate with evergreens. Okay. And they would give those as gifts to each other, evergreen trees and stuff. There would be a king of Saturnalia, which I thought was really interesting. So this would be like just a normal person who would be designated king of the festival. That person would basically go around and order people to like go sing naked or, you know, give these girls piggyback rides all around the block or something Mm. like that. You know, like it would be like that would be the kind of orders he was allowed. He was he would give out to people. You know, he couldn't be like change tax laws. Yeah. Or or anything like that. Affect any sort of real change. He was literally just like. Get your dicks out and touch them in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> and then give that little girl a piggyback yeah. ride. And, and if it, 
<laughs> and if it made people laugh and everything and have a good time, then that was successful, right? Like, yeah. the entire point of it apparently was to point out the ludicrousy of having royalty and having a king and everything. There's one instance where there's an emperor who who's number two, his second in command, pointed him, the emperor, to be king of Saturnalia. Mm. And everyone was pissed. Yeah. And he ended up giving it away, I think, to somebody else because that's not in the spirit of it, right? right? He's already a king. Yeah. Yeah. The whole point of it is to do the role reversal of it, you know? Except not really. Not really, but it's to make fun of it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. If you remember from the UK, you probably have seen this. Uh, in movies and in TV shows, they wear the paper crowns. Mm. This is where that comes from. Uh, comes out of those crackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? The poppers. Yeah. So so in in the UK, they have these crackers that like are, they look like gift wrapped Tootsie mm-hmm. Rolls, giant gift wrapped Tootsie Rolls. And you would pull on both sides. Um, there's a little firework inside that goes off when you pull on it. And then whoever has the side with the cardboard tube in it wins the in, the prizes inside. Right, which is usually just bullshit. Little, it really tiny is. Things. It's, a t- it's a small, cheap gift, just like they would give in Saturnalia. Right. Um, that's junk. And then there's like a joke or a riddle, mm-hmm. and then there's a paper crown. And candy. That totally stems from Saturnalia. Huh. Like I said, the tree stems from Saturnalia. I'm trying to recall what sort of evergreen trees they have in Rome. Yeah, I'm not sure either, like, if it would be, because it's probably not going to be pine. Right. You know. Would they chop down the tree? You said, I don't, I, I might have just stopped listening. No, it's okay. We, uh, don't, we don't have a ton of information about, like, what they were doing with it. Okay. We just know that they used evergreens. To, and they decorated um, them. Yeah. We only have, like, small accounts from over the course of hundreds of years okay. of what happened at Saturnalia, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously the festival's going to change over time right. on top of that. So we don't really know, you know, for any given time, what the the whole of the festival was like. Okay. We just have bits and pieces throughout. But this was being practiced in Rome around 300 AD. Right around the time Constantine comes up, first Christian emperor who legalized Christianity in Rome. Who was like, we don't celebrate these gods anymore. Not really. So that's the interesting thing about Constantine is he was still a follower of the old gods too. Really? Yeah. He like, and by old gods, it's like, you know, everybody thinks that there was some sort of formal religion of paganism, mm-hmm. but there wasn't. No. It was just like whichever gods you picked yeah. and choose to worship, really. Right. So his big, the big god he really loved was Sol Invictus. Sun god. Uh, yeah. Who, yeah. interestingly, has some similar characteristics to Jesus. Oh. So this kind of leads me into why December 25th. Okay. Right? Like, why do we celebrate Christmas on December 25th? First of all, we don't know when Jesus was born. If he was born, when it would be. Right. Um, what but it might we know be, he was not born on December 25th. There's just no way. I mean, we just don't know any time. One in 365 yeah. chance. Yeah. No, there's no. 
I just thought there was no way just because of, I don't know, because I thought it was fall. or I guess it's programming. Go ahead. It's interesting the stuff you realize, yep. like, oh, that I, I never even questioned that. That was in the Kirk Cameron movie. That was one oh, of Lord. the things the guy questioned was like. And they never really addressed that, I don't think. The I December think you 25th. have a thing for Kirk Cameron. I, this movie was just, it was, it was weird. Because I've seen Christian movies where yeah. they, like, go after people like me. Right. And oh. why I'm wrong. Sound is, it was disturbing. really weird to watch a movie where they go after like almost more hardcore Christians and be like, this is why they are wrong. Right. It's a wee bit of cannibalism. It's a wee bit of cannibalism. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the snake eating its own tail. Yeah. Well, really, I think <laughs> I think it's I think it's the wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. You know, this is not Christians trying to tell other Christians how to behave. This is something else. Right. You know. This is conservatives telling Christians yeah. how to behave. But the the argument, and which I've heard, is that like it would be more likely that it would have been July that he I heard was October. born in because of mm. the positioning of the stars. Sun. Yep. yep. But yep. as Josh and I discussed, like I was like, isn't it like if you figure out where the North Star was? And Josh is like, they don't mention the North Star in the Bible. It's a new star. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They just say, well, or they say it's a star, but right. they don't say it's the North People Star. People infer that it's a North Star because it's right. bright. Yeah. But like they're not even following it north. Right. They're just following a they, star came in from arbitrary the e- direction. They came from the east. Yeah. You know, yeah. again, I whenever I start digging into like what it probably is, I keep coming back to, it's probably not real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus's death was around Passover, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's when, I think that was the last supper was a, a, yes. fast, a feast of the Passover. Yeah, Jesus' death is easier to calculate. Right. Because, so, yeah. Yeah. So they landed on March 25th for that apparently somebody did at some point because it was a on Passover in that year for but like it would have been when there was a full moon right maybe because there was a full know. moon and the earthquake would have been easy enough to find in history the earthquake well because there when right when Jesus died the oh the, temple, there's something about yeah. Yeah, we haven't gotten to it yet, so oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not spoilers. As, yeah. Spoiler alert! <laughs> I'm not. I'm not I was I'm like not brushed up on it. Anyway, <laughs> my, my point is they they landed on it was December 25th. Okay, or, no. I'm sorry, March 25th that he died. Yeah, and they decided out of somewhere that he must have died the same day he was conceived. Um, what? Yeah, I never heard this. Yeah, so that's where exactly nine months later is December twenty fifth. You're kidding me! No, I've yeah. never heard that. Yeah, and so who's they? That's the question. Oh, it's I like see. it would okay. have been early, early priests, right? Oh, okay. Like who would have come up with this? Let's unpack that a little bit. First of all, most women aren't giving birth exactly nine months from the point of conception. They're not clocks. <laughs> Also, women, like women are not clocks. No, and unless you like are keeping track of your sex schedule, like I mean, Mary would have had it a little different because she probably had like a day where God was like, pew pew, yeah, you're pregnant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, like if you're pregnant through immaculate conception, like one can assume that maybe your pregnancy isn't going to be normal either. Maybe she was pregnant for like three months. Yeah. You know, and then a, like a full-grown Jesus popped out of her vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just like how he jumps from 12 to 30. Yeah. yeah. Right. He just, poop. here I am. Hanani. <laughs> Hanani. 
<laughs> religions tend to take from a bunch of different places. Yeah. Not just Christianity. Like all the religions sure. will thieve from each other. Right. Because it's a way to bring people in who already sure. believe something. Mm-hmm. And so like the Germanic pagans had Yule, which was took place on uh, Christmas Eve or, Dece- you know, December 24th. Right. And um, that tied back to like, even further back where it was tied to like the thing called the wild hunt where they would, it was like a big, huge thing that they would do mm. every year with, and it was a super important part of their livelihoods. And, you know, this goes to this, goes to this, goes to this. And all of a sudden it's, we have Christmas trees and Santa Claus who was a re- <laughs> real fucking person. Yeah. So <laughs> you, want, you want to hear about Santa Claus? Yeah. Like where that comes from? I mean, so, I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What do you no, think? I, what I, I'm, what I'm do I think it is? Yeah. Um, I guess I think it was a saint in, I mean, it was later made a saint, but it was, I guess I thought it was a guy in Germany that was a really sweet guy. and He was a turkey, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, turkey, that's right. Okay. So he was a bishop. My tablet's updating. uh, And that's where I had the information. odd. So let me pull this up. There was something going on in the church where there was a subset of the church bishops and stuff who were trying to negate Jesus. So this actually, like, we, this is important because this is kind of tying into the Nicene Creed, actually. It is? Yeah, because this is, the entire point of the Nicene Creed is what you were talking about when it comes to if Jesus wasn't born of a virgin, then he's not God, right? So they got together and decided, here's our central belief. Yeah. That's the Nicene Creed. So before that, though, there were plenty of Christians out there who did not think Jesus was God. Because remember, Mark the first gospel that we have of the four gospels doesn't have the virgin birth in it, right? right? So there were a lot of Christians out there who probably didn't think that he was born of a virgin or anything. There's only one instance in the gospels where Jesus says he is God. And that's in the book of John, which came much later compared to the other gospels and is the non-synoptic one, right? But then he started doing the miracles. He started doing miracles. He started doing miracles and with his teachings. And that's why people... Converted to him and believed he was the son of God, too. Right? Believed he was, some people believed he was God. Some people believed he was just somebody that God gave abilities ah, to. Like God a prophet. chose. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he was a prophet. Maybe he was something else. Like, really, why put it in a box mm-hmm. of saying this is exactly what he is, right? Like um, John the Baptist. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right? God had something to do with that man's birth. Mm, why? He got an old lady, he helped get an old lady pregnant. Yeah. She wasn't a virgin, no. nor was nor was he immaculately conceived, no. but they weren't able to have a baby, and right. God made it happen. God was their Viagra, yep. ah. <laughs> essentially. But um, He said, your Zachary. uterus is dusty, but I'm going to clean it out for you, and then right. you're going to be able to have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> God breath. But um, <laughs> when the first Council of Nicaea came around, what they were trying to establish was to say, once and for all, we're getting rid of this teaching by this guy named Arius, known as the heretic Arius, but I think that's being harsh. Um, <laughs> this, this guy was teaching like, hey, there's no, like God is indivisible, basically. You cannot divide God. God is one thing. Jesus wasn't God. He was something else. Doesn't mean like he wasn't special. He wasn't important. Doesn't mean he wasn't a savior and a messiah. He just wasn't actually God. God. Doesn't really change anything. Doesn't change the message. Doesn't change anything about it. Except he just wasn't actually 
God. I think he has a bad rap is all I'm saying about Arius. And and those people basically became kind of like Unitarians, right? Like Unitarians don't believe in the Trinity. They believe that God is kind of indivisible. There's a lot of different paths to God. Right. But, That's true. You know, yeah. That's but, what they think. Yeah. So St. Nicholas was a bishop in mm-hmm. Myra. So modern day Demre, Turkey. Demre, I think is how you pronounce it. I mean, as good as it's going to get. Yep, Myra. Yeah. Also known as Nicholas of Berry, was yeah. an early Christian bishop of Greek descent from the maritime city of Myra in right. Asia Minor. But we don't actually know almost anything about him because all the accounts of his life come hundreds of years after his death. So we're not really sure how he lived, how he lived, or anything. We we're pretty sure he existed, right? You know, but we don't really know what happened with his life. Some of the stories, though, are kind of interesting because some of the stories are like that he came from wealthy parents, that miracles attributed to him. Yeah. Well, one thing was that he saved three girls from being forced into prostitution by dropping a sack of gold coins through a window of their house each night for three nights so their father could pay a dowry for each of them. So that's kind of interesting. It was through a window and not through a chimney, but you can kind of see how we get Santa Claus from that. Mm -hmm. There's also him calming a storm at sea, which I thought was interesting because that's one of Jesus's miracles. He also saves three innocent soldiers from wrongful execution. He saves three children what are these all congruent stories or are these just different versions of the stories? I don't know. Three of everything. I know that's what's interesting, isn't it? That that like clear and clear sign that these are all bullshit, right? Like when you start seeing stuff like that. Yeah. So he resurrected three children who had been murdered and pickled in brine by a butcher. He resurrected planning children. Yeah, resurrected them, planning to sell them as pork during a famine. It's crazy stuff. That's like QAnon level sort of conspiracy I know, I know, right? right there. Yeah. <laughs> then he met up with JFK Jr. <laughs> <laughs> At the book depository. I've never there, heard these ones. There's another story of him chopping down a tree that was possessed by a demon. demon. Yeah. But then there's this other story that is. How do you is, know a tree's possessed by a demon? Lights on fire by itself. I don't know. Well, yeah, the, like, really. that happened to a bush much earlier in the Bible, <laughs> and puking, everyone was cool. With starts that. projectile vomiting, <laughs> <laughs> like at the Exorcist. <laughs> That's the dead giveaway, really. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. Really just sap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what, yeah, really. Like I, w- I do kind of want the full story on that one. Right. Like, How? Where did, you know? did that come from? Was it stealing children? Yeah. There's something. That sounds like an epic story right there. Yeah, a little bit. I'm kind of mad that it's not part of the Santa Claus mythos that I know. Yeah, so where the Nicene Creed and the First Council of Nicaea comes in is he was apparently there at the the First Council Mm. of Nicaea. There's no writings from people who were there about him being there, but apparently one of the lists has him as being there. And there's the story, again— We don't get this until many years after he was dead that this story comes up. But they say that he slapped the the, the heretic um, Arius. And so it's kind of this badass idea that he would have slapped him. No, no, no. What is it? He struck him. He smote him on the cheek. He smote him on the cheek. According to Kirk Cameron. Yes. 
Um, Kirk Cameron talked about all of this. Yeah, no, Kirk yeah Cameron, an hour and 19 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> Kirk Cameron had this whole scene, and fuck you to the director who actually did this. Kirk Cameron had this scene <laughs> who where he had Santa Claus, St. Nick, dressed in furs for no reason. There's no reason why this guy would have been dressed in furs. Oh, remember? It was to make it think of it as Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he specifically tells them, like, this would be a bunch of people who are like, you know, dress as priests and everything. But I want you That's to think boring. of it. boring. So think of Lord of the Rings Think instead. of the Lord of the Rings instead. And so they have him dressed in furs and shit and carrying this big shepherd's cane and stuff. And then they take, smite, smote him on the cheek and turn that into him beating this guy with the cane, like extremely violently. And then he goes off and there's this, some white lady helper there to- uh, Oh yeah, who gives him some sass. Gives them some sass, and then take. They go out to a sleigh, and there's this big red sack of presents that they're going to go give to kids. And it's like this is not anything about reality. Why are you showing it to people? Why are you pretending like this is anything real? The whole movie was propaganda. It's just straight up propaganda. Seems like there was but, one country though that said, I know there was, that said that Santa Claus did beat. Like bad kids. Arius? Oh, no. They beat, he would beat kids. Yeah. Oh, well, really, it was his what helper. Was oh. So Are you talking about? Let, let's let's dig into that, right? <laughs> Why did you, did you look something up? Are we that? talking about? Um, Suerte, Pete? Well, I didn't know if you were going with Mr. Black Pete or if you were going with, um, what's the other? Krampus. 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 That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah. I was thinking of Krampus. Yeah. So, so, Sinterklaas. Sinterklaas. This is the German version. Yep. Or Dutch, I think. Germany. Yeah, Alpine, Austria, and some parts of Germany. Yep. Yeah, so around that area. Um, has this uh, little assistant called Zwerte Pete, also known as Black Pete. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, a helper dressed in a Moorish attire and in blackface. What? They literally walk around in blackface. No. You can, this is on Wikipedia. Up until oh, like no. two years ago. Did they stop? I feel I, like I there was a big push for them to stop. They might have. They might have. For a long time, this has been the thing that they would do. So, Rudy Pete first appeared in print as the nameless servant of St. Nicholas in 1850, originating in the story of St. Nicholas saving the three girls from prostitution. So, this is why, like, he goes around and he's carrying the bag and stuff like that. He's the one that would carry Suerte Pete. that stuff. Yeah. He was Santa's. Helper, and I'm using air quotes wow. around the word yeah. helper. So he would also, yeah, I know. It's basically Santa's slave. No, that's terrible. Yeah. yeah. So oh, traditionally, he would no. also carry a birch rod, a chimney sweep's broom handle made with willow branches used to spank children who had been naughty. Some of the older Sinterklaas songs make mention of naughty children being put in Z- Zwarte Pete's bag being taken back to Spain. <laughs> Not Spain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I think choosing between Germany and Spain, I would probably go with Spain. Like, right. It does sound like it would just be better. This quality can be found in other champions of St. Nicholas, such as Krampus or Pierre Fouettard. 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 He's en français. Yeah, French-speaking Switzerland. So a lot of people are, since the 2010s, the traditions surrounding the holiday of Sinterklaas have 
been subject to a growing number of editorials, debates, and documentaries, protests, and even violent clashes at festivals. So yeah, it does sound like they're they're finally getting around to to getting this out of the culture, but um, it's seriously like only recently that they're doing it. And that's really all we had to say about Zuerte Pete is that's Zuerte. weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, but like, it's not just like, you know, there's also Krampus, which is more of like a demonic sort yeah. of creature that kind of did the same thing. And it, it's it's weird that there are, especially because they, they seem all confined to like the Alpine region. Yeah. Or like Germanic tradition. Yeah. And I know there was like, a, there's a rich history of Germanic paganism and maybe that, you know, they, they were coupling the Christian idea of Santa Claus with the pagan, uh, you know, Yule sort of stuff. And that's where they decided they needed, like, an opposite of Santa Claus yeah. for some reason. Like, just the idea of not getting presents wasn't good enough to keep kids in line. They needed an actual legitimate threat. Which, it, <laughs> which does interest me, actually. Like, the, the idea of... It's just like God and Satan. A little uh, bit. Yeah. Well, actually, you need, you one need, of the websites where, you know, they were talking about yeah. Krampus, it shows Satan and yeah. Saint, Saint Nick. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. it's, yeah, because he's a horned figure, yeah. Krampus is and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's totally Satan, God and Satan, where Santa gives you good things and everything that's negative comes from this other guy. And we look at that and we're like, well, that's ridiculous. Of course, only children believe in it. But then we never stop and think like, wait, maybe it's the same thing with God and the devil. Like, like maybe that's just yeah. as odd. You know, it's so convenient that all of the good stuff comes from God and all the bad stuff comes from the devil. Well, you know? even in the Bible, historically, that was not the case. Right, the Bible Back barely when, mentions Satan. Well, but even like in the Old Testament, God was very like, I'll kill you. A lot of bad stuff came from I'll kill you. Yeah. yeah. And, and at some point they decided they wanted God not to have that role. Right. They just wanted him to be the good guy. So yeah. then Satan, here, Satan is a convenient way to like pass off the stuff that Old Testament God was perfectly okay with like doing yeah. himself. Right. <laughs> I'll order genocides. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He he let if you know, if you believe that he lets people go to hell. He lets people go to hell. Yeah. Or that he even created hell, then you're still saying that right. it was a bad God. Yeah. Right. That he did bad things. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is he did he is the one ultimately who created all the rules that he needs to save us from. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess the whole point of this wow. episode was that at the end of the day, like, hey man, celebrate Christmas. The way you want to. Yeah. We're there's no war on Christmas. No. Like right. we're totally fine with people celebrating Christmas however yeah. you want to. Just don't be pissed at us for saying happy holidays. Right. <laughs> I want to yeah. celebrate all of them. I like parties. Yeah. And if you are a Christian, <laughs> I don't think personally, based on my understanding of Jesus, that he really would have have wanted you to buy a t- shitload of presents. Without like also helping out some people who are legitimately right. in need. Yeah, that was one thing that bugged. That's what Boxing Day is for? I guess so. We yeah. don't celebrate we don't, it here in the United States. No, because that's socialism. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, that's one thing. Like in Saving Christmas, they talk. They it comes up like the the idea of materialism and shouldn't we just be donating to charities? But they never actually address it. Right. 
you absolutely should donate to charities and stuff like that yeah. to people who are in need. And you should donate to us somehow. Yeah. <laughs> no, but not really. Um, we don't need that no money. We don't need donations. Just share. Just share the episode with somebody. <laughs> Ooh, that's true. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Have some um, <laughs> no, have some buy, stuff to think. Buy the yeah. <laughs> buy the um if you need some good gift ideas, right, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Jump on our, our shop. <laughs> um merch. The merch. Buy our merch. I think that's everything we kind of wanted to cover. I mean, it is really sort of tip of the icebergy when it comes yeah. to like digging into the things that have influenced what Christmas has become. Well, that just means we have more of these episodes yeah. to do in the future, right? Yeah. Thank you for warmly welcoming me. You're welcome. And Merry Christmas Merry to Christmas. us all. Merry, Merry Christmas, happy, Lindsay. Happy holidays. Happy please. Holidays. Please. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Lindsay. Yeah. Let's not let's not go well, thrown around the C word. Hanukkah's <laughs> past, right? Hanukkah's done. That was early this year then. Yeah, it started like right after Thanksgiving. Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay. I thought so you meant Hanukkah's, like by the time the episode drops. Well, but I think by the time also we're recording, then. Hanukkah's just concluded. Okay. It's just concluded. So Okay. It'd be a little late to say happy Hanukkah. Right. Anyway. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Saturnalia. Happy Saturnalia. Happy Yule. Happy Festival. God bless us, everyone. God bless us, everyone. That's from Charles Dickens. Yes. <laughs> and they all lived miserably ever after. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. Help us spread the good news and keep this going by sharing the show with a friend or leaving a review to help others find us. And we'll talk to you next time. The origins of Christmas. The reason for the season. The reason for the season. <laughs> Get real Michigander. The reason for the season, the eh? Real, yeah. <laughs> It's very UP, I think. <laughs>